Hello beautiful souls. Welcome, welcome. This is Twani here. I hope you are doing lovely today. So, let's tune into conscious relationships. Today, I would like to share with you something about the healing of the third eye chakra that is the ajna chakra that is the sixth out of the seven chakras in our body The third eye chakra develops in our adolescence and gives us the ability to see beyond our sight. This chakra is magnificent because it allows us to see our own inner knowing and to see the divine flow and universal alignment much more than our eyes can see. If you have been to India you may have seen the people there with a red mark drawn between their eyebrows This is their attention to the third eye chakra to see and know beyond Now if this chakra is in an imbalanced state within us we experience an inability to connect to god an inability to see beyond the physical the fear there is a lack of intuition distrust in the universe or god or divine inability to see the spiritual aspects of life an imbalance in this chakra often develops if we lose our connection to source or uh, the belief that there is something greater than us and if it's in a healthy state we have a deep intuitive connection and trust in seeing beyond the physical there's a healthy connection to source Now this chakra is all about inner knowing, intuition and manifestation. This space helps make the unconscious conscious. Through strengthening this area, one can increase clairvoyance, go deeper into a meditation and see beyond the physical. That is tapping into our deep connection to empathy and mother nature we can sh- do a small practice uh try rotating your eyes internally to the point between your eyebrows and practice a visualized breath 
where it feels as though you are inhaling and exhaling through the third eye's center itself. Imagine that your breath is reaching your third eye center. Okay, this breath work helps move energy in and out of the center and therefore it helps increasing intuition. Now ask yourself, am I manifesting what I most desire? Do I have moments where I feel intuitive? What is happening in my dreams? The third eye chakra or bro chakra is called Ajna in Sanskrit, meaning command. Because being the highest seated in location in the body, it functions as our command center, a tool for higher perspective. To open our Ajna up properly, we must transcend the duality. That is, the vision we use looking through both a left eye and a right eye every day. That is, subjectively and objectively, right, right or wrong, light and dark. Our third eye shows us deeper insight into our lives and the world we exist in giving us a more rounded, richer and purposeful view of ourselves and our relationship with Source. <clears throat> with a fully activated and cleared third eye chakra, we can effectively maintain the appropriate objectivity in relation to all that which is outside ourselves. So within, so without. This is crucial for a life lived in cosmic harmony, for it helps us have a deep understanding of our place in the universe. It is therefore also our access point for seeing beyond the surface the superficial and into the truer deeper reality beyond space and time we exist in more than just this physical plane right we are flesh but we are just as much spirit and having a healthy open third eye is the key to accessing these other dimensions of ourselves and so much more. Through our third eye, we can perceive and relate to the other half of our existence in the eternal, unseen realm of source. The place all life flows from and where all life returns. The third eye chakra is the main conduit by which we commune with and receive from the spirit. Situated between the eyebrows, it operates in conjunction with the pineal gland, 
And this is our most powerful innate tool for navigating our existence beyond the physical realm. It enables us to see into and interact with the astral plane, serving as a kind of antenna, allowing us to receive divine communication, such as dreams, visions, impressions, and second sight. A healthy and opened third eye chakra aids us in more wisely navigating decisions in our lives, helps us maintain objective or cosmic perspective and to receive messages from source that guides our spiritual evolution. Now let's look into the physical impacts of the third eye chakra. The third eye chakra energy is the energy point in our physical being that regulates dreams and our imaginations and also because it is situated next to the pineal gland it is associated with melatonin production thus it also is connected to our sleep patterns and our ability to regulate stress now when we experience an overactive third eye uh, we can go through conditions like insomnia, anxiety, trouble visualizing or lacking imagination, seizures, glaucoma, cataracts even. And if we have an underactive or blocked third eye, we can experience migraine, dizziness, sinus issues, feeling a disconnect from our inner vision or our intuition, Enable, and, sorry, an inability to see the bigger picture of life. And there can be physical issues with the left eye. Also, an inability to remember our dreams. Now, let's move to the ways by which we can heal our third eye chakra. First of all, I want you to close your eyes. No, really, I want you to close your eyes and look up. Okay, close your eyes and look up you will find your mind shifting away from the carnal and into the ethereal more pronouncedly. This is a yogic pro tip used by many teachers to get into the meditative state. It is a very simple yet effective way to tap into your third eye energy and access the, uh, the abilities to we all carry within ourselves to connect with the source beyond our physicality. <clears throat> the second way is by color therapy. We use colors that correlate with and stimulate the third eye chakra and uh, we can perform this meditation. Um... 
specifically indigo purple and white these three are the most associated colors with this chakra indigo is the auric color of the ajna the purple is the color of amethyst which is a go to crystal for stimulating and cleansing the third eye and white white is good for meditating on and uh, putting to use with objects such as candles clothing flowers moonstone or quartz crystals used in meditation as white is the color of pure life force energy straight from the source and a healthy opened third eye chakra allows in that powerful light of vibration of white the use of colors in chakra healing work can be <clears throat> very beneficial in connecting with your respective weak chakras or imbalanced chakras and the third way is by deep theta binaural beats binaural beats are specially designed to interact with your mind and even the physical brain itself helping you achieve a deeper state of trance or meditation for the purpose of stimulating our various energy centers in the body you can find them on the internet specifically a binaural track set at 936 or 10000 hertz is recommended as these frequencies tend to stimulate the pineal gland and this can help you access your third eye energy more easily and these are best played with headphones or earphones on as the frequency has maximum effect when played directly into each ear canal you can utilize the track in a traditional meditation session or play it while drifting into sleep but be warned however that such direct stimulation can be intense intense enough to induce vivid lucid dreaming even out of body experiences in some people when played into the subconscious while in sleep state you can suddenly experience triggers mood swings um emotions deep within you start surfacing upwards but it is actually very good because this is the start point of your healing process the fourth way is by mantras the beach mantra om or to these are the two beach mantra for third eye you can take six deep breaths through the nose six meaning ajna is the sixth chakra so six deep breaths slowly exhaling and releasing tension from the body until you are completely relaxed then repeat your mantra slowly trying to find the right pitch 
you will know when you have got it right as you will feel the bro area resonate as you say it there is a movement started in this region and this is your arjuna responding basically try it it feels really good you can even experiment with playing a binaural track while you chant and this can help you find the right pitch sooner as matching your chant to the pitch of the frequency playing is generally going to ping off the respective energy center the next way is by herbal therapy there are basically three herbs known to activate and open up the ajna first is the celestrus seed which promotes higher understanding of the individual self increases dream activity because uh, we mostly receive these messages downloads in our dream state but if our third eye is not in a balanced condition we cannot remember the dreams and we cannot you know decode the messages so this helps to increase your dream activity and is uh, thought to boost the pineal gland's ability to produce dmt dmt is a psychedelic drug that is found in many plants animals and humans and it helps to shift your consciousness basically it's a very it's in a very small percentage in the seeds so it's not harmful if it is taken in this form you, you know you can take it in tea brewed from the seeds then uh, the other herb is the holy basil which we call as tulsi in india uh, this ancient household plant in india is helped with the uh, deity level reference it is prized today for its potent anxiety or you know stress relieving ability and has long been used to stimulate the ajna and also other chakras usually it is consumed in tea form or else you can just eat it like that in its raw form the other herb is the blue lotus this also increases spiritual awareness by activating our third eye you can take it in tea or tincture however you like the next way is by mudra mudra of the great head to tap into the wisdom and power of your intuition you can use this mudra to channel deep into your third eye take your right hand just in front of the space between your eyebrows and curl the ring finger into your palm bring the tips of the thumb the middle and the index that is your first finger to touch together and keep the pinky finger extended long okay place the tips of the three fingers that are touching to your third eye focal point 
The left hand can remain on top of the left thigh, palm face up, or you can also keep it in Gyan Mudra. Another way is by adopting a yoga routine designed to uh, stimulate the third eye chakra. You can talk to your yoga teacher or guru for some personalized suggested poses or set up a tranquil area in your own space to follow yoga progression. You can even learn it through the internet. There are some uh, specific poses used for third eye chakra work. Uh, there's the child's pose. There is Ardha Uttanasana or half standing forward bend. There is the sun salutations with your eyes closed. There is um, Virabhadrasana 3. That is warrior 3. And also there is lotus position. You may want to find out what really works well for you, you know, and then stick with it for some time and see how it affects you. The next way is by Reiki therapy. You may find a Reiki therapy session deeply beneficial to your overall being. And a skilled uh, practitioner will be able to not only customize the session to a certain chakra, but also be able to identify specific blockages and whether or not the chakra is, you know, overactive or underactive in your own specific case. Now, chakra healing can take a long time weeks, months, or even years. Everyone is at a different place in their own soul journey, right? Different experiences of past lifetimes, of this lifetime. There really isn't one main path to balance. A lot of work you do for your inner health will be mostly trial and error. So, listen to your inner being and don't stress if you feel like the path to healing is long. Trying out different things that work for you is part of the whole process or adventure. It's a lifelong process. When you do find something that works well for you, you will know it you will grow and maybe when you find whole new dimensions of yourself opening up chakra work is soul work it can at times be a challenge but it is well worth the effort believe me uh, saying by my own experience because it helps you to reach higher ground in your, in your own personal evolution. And it is not necessary that, you know, once we have worked on one of our chakras, then all the blockages of that chakra has been healed. 
No, the healing happens in layers. You know, like we peel an onion or like the petals of a rose flower. So, it's a step-by-step -step process. So, try with patience and endurance. Agya means command, knowledge, wisdom. In the Agya Chakra, the development of our wisdom and humanity is completed and we reach the bridge to divine consciousness. It is located at the upper end of the spinal column at the uh, point of transition from the spine to the brain. Its radiation is, however, primarily perceptible in the center of the forehead between the eyebrows. Therefore, it is also known as the eyebrow center or third eye. Another expression for the Agya Chakra is Guru Chakra. The seat of the master. Who can give us orders? Whose instructions should we follow? Only an initiate can show us the correct path, right? For only that one has the knowledge gained through personal experience and mastery that can then be imparted to others. So in connection with this, it is important to understand what an initiate or a master or a guru is. Guru Tattva is the divine principle of the evolution of consciousness. Therefore, the Guru represents the universal, divine principle that leads us from darkness to light, which means from ignorance to knowledge, from death to immortality. All holy incarnations have been Gurus, right? Uh, Jesus was the master of his disciples. Krishna was the master of Arjuna and he himself had a guru, uh, Rishi Sandipa. So when disciple and master unite, when the guru principle has been awakened in the consciousness of the disciple and the disciple begins to guide himself, the disciple then becomes his own master. The Guru principle is um, recognizable within a person as clarity, as wisdom, jnana, and the ability to discriminate or discern between truth and untruth, reality and unreality. That is Vivek. We do not need to seek truth. It is always in front of us. But 
in order to recognize it a person needs an open pure consciousness and clear thoughts while our mind remains cloudy like a dirty mirror we see everything hazily and unclearly it is only in a purified mind and mature consciousness that gyan wisdom and spiritual knowledge can be broadened until we are capable of anchoring or grounding our consciousness in the agya chakra our mind oscillates constantly between the human chakras that is the muladhara the sudishtana the manipura anahata and vishuddhi but the more our consciousness evolves towards the agya chakra the freer and more independent we become in choosing correctly and making the right decisions in our lives shri mahaprabhu ji teaches us be yourself live happily and wisely without dependence awaken your abilities and use them recognize your inner inner wealth you possess everything the entire universe is you normally our decisions are determined by selfish motives with the aim of gaining the greatest possible advantage for ourselves or Uh, anyone we regard as belonging to us right so vivek discrimination is the moral authority in the agya chakra that weighs up and reviews our intentions in line with ethical and spiritual standards vivek filters and controls all of our feelings and thoughts with a sense of responsibility and wisdom without this counterbalance we remain caught in the changing currents of our emotions you know whose waves can one time carry us to the shore of happiness and another time to the shore of sorrow and there's nothing wrong in it it's a part of being human but at some point we need to grow beyond that also so until the agya chakra is awakened we are often incapable of understanding ourselves we are unable to control the qualities and emotions that rise from the lower centers or find an explanation for the stirring of emotions thoughts and dreams that you know suddenly surface in our mind why do we often feel uncertain and intimidated fearful because we have no control over our inner functions and 
wrongly identify with the constantly changing emotions and thoughts we define ourselves on the basis of that in reality we are neither body nor psyche the body mind thoughts feelings they belong to us they are not us we are something else we are atma eternal free infinite and divine we are shiva truth light consciousness bliss The Akya Chakra is also described as the third eye. This is a symbol of wisdom and an attribute of Lord Shiva. So when Shiva opens his third eye in the center of his forehead, everything that his uh gaze falls upon is burnt, right? Everything bad or evil is destroyed and the clouds of ignorance are dispersed helping the light of wisdom and clarity to break through the laser beam of knowledge sent out by the third eye cuts through the karmic chains and liberates us from everything that holds us fast and impedes our spiritual development and in this way all the chakras are finally purified by the wisdom of the agya chakra when we let's say enter a dark room for the first time we grope around in the wall with our hand to find the light switch right but when we already know where the switch is it is no longer necessary to search right one flick the light goes on and we see everything clearly and in the same way as soon as the eye of uh, wisdom in the agya chakra opens we recognize the essence of truth only wisdom and clarity of consciousness liberate us from attachment and sorrow it is as if a curtain has suddenly been lifted away from our mind and all answers are clearly and plainly visible in front of us this is the real awakening of our kundalini energy it reveals itself in the growing ability to master the problems and weaknesses from which we suffer not through some physical occurrence to be centered or grounded in the agya chakra means to be completely clear 
and cautious at any time and to act appropriately with vivek or discrimination in all situations the gifts of uh, clairvoyance intuition telepathy they all lie in the agnya chakra when we strengthen the power of concentration and uh, learn to perceive all the energy assembled in this agnya chakra our mind can receive or transmit knowledge through time and space their time and space becomes an illusion the function of the agnya chakra is let's say comparable to a searchlight you know which can um through the concentration of light make things visible at a distance right so those whose agnya chakra is opened are at home in all three worlds past present and future they are at peace with the past present and future an important symbol if you notice in the picture of the agnya chakra is the shivalingam this is a symbol of creative consciousness we also encountered this astral symbol if you remember in the picture of the muladhara on the root chakra indicating the close relationship between the root uh, or the or the muladhara and the agnya or the third eye chakra these centers represent um the beginning and end of personal karma in the muladhara chakra the consciousness is at the level of unconsciousness and on the path of development through the chakras uh, one after the other it is purified step by step until it reaches the sahasara chakra that is a crown chakra that is our seventh chakra completely pure we experience the journey as a process of development from ignorance and uncertainty to understanding and wisdom in the muladhara chakra the shivalingam is black but in the agnya chakra it has a milky white or smoky color this indicates that the consciousness has to a great degree been purified but is still not completely pure it is still pulled in two directions if the consciousness is led by the intellect it goes towards the lower chakras and the ego whereas when guided by bhakti or devotion and vivek it goes towards the upper chakras that is the atma the soul the fire within us 
if the consciousness turns towards the world that is external outward it becomes cloudy and dark but if it is direct, directed towards the atma the soul inwards it is enlightened and illuminated now this does not mean that you know we should withdraw completely from external life and become a sadhu or a monk <laughs> no quite the opposite actually continue to lead your um, 3d life or normal life work eat sleep live with your partner live with your family and enjoy the beauty of life you know just like everybody else yet simultaneously remain cautious of your true nature and your divine origin perform your spiritual practices daily enjoy your existence with a pure mind and clear consciousness don't get so attached to your human form but at the same time embrace your human incarnation we are spiritual beings having a human experience this is the truth now to resolve a problem once and for all is certainly not easy right day by day we create new karmic complications um new waves or vrittis you know that rise in the consciousness as emotions and thoughts develop in our mind continuously and when these thoughts and emotions deepen into impressions opinions desires habits behavior it forms our belief systems the source of the vrittis or these waves of emotions lies in our root chakra so when we meditate we are able to track down their causes and effects we're able to introspect now as we know the element of the muladhara chakra is the earth right now let's say the roots of some vegetation lie within and spread through the earth right so as soon as we raise the roots to the surface and into the light they die right they wither away they fall away they dry out together with uh, any kind of growth coming from them so this is why the aim 
is to raise the roots of our problems into the light of consciousness in order to finally remove them not to run away from them or ignore them or procrastinate them or even hide from them we need to embrace them resolve them face them any problem whether physical or psychic material spiritual can be resolved through wisdom through some introspection within ourselves so it is important not to suppress or reject these vrittis these emotions these problems so called but rather to accept and deal with them only in this way can they be resolved to accept means to completely accept oneself and others and to treat oneself and others with love understanding forgiveness compassion this is what um we have discussed in the anahata chakra right understanding others presupposes understanding oneself only if we understand ourselves we can be able to understand other people right to give freedom to others means to have freedom oneself first to make others happy means to make oneself happy first and to forgive others in first forgiving oneself first just as the uh, final outcome of our actions always comes back to us alone so it is with our attitude we have to take the accountability of our own actions our own thoughts our own emotions just as the cause is found only within ourselves so too is the solution to our problems sometimes we believe that life is no longer bearable and that we are on the brink of collapse right because of the immense pressure of our internal and external problems but it is a mistake to believe that we must manage all alone in reality our existence is not born by us but by someone else there's a very good story that can epitomize this there was once a peasant family who had to leave their farm so they packed their belongings onto a cart and set out on their journey the family sat up on the wagon and the little they had a little farm dog 
who ran beneath the cart in the shade. <clears throat> now, soon the little dog came to believe that it was he alone who was, you know, hauling the whole cart on his back. So he ran and ran and uh, soon felt totally exhausted and at the end of his strength, then he thought to himself, this is truly an unreasonable expectation that I, the smallest and weakest, should not only have to run the whole way but must also carry a fully laden cart. I simply can't continue. I give up. Here comes our victim mentality, right? So exhausted, he came to a standstill. And to his absolute amazement, the cart continued on its way without him. It was only then that the little dog clearly understood that it was not him that kept the cart moving. It was the horse. On occasions, we also moan about the heavy burden of our cares, even though the divine power helps us at all times and would take them from us completely if we were able to place them in God's hands. But the problem is that generally we do not really want to let go of our troubles and are not prepared to completely entrust ourselves to God. We always want to be in control, trying to make things work. I am reminded of a poster I saw somewhere in which a room with a wide open window can be seen. Sitting on the windowsill was a dove ready to fly away. Now it has a chain with an iron ball attached to its foot. Now this is a heart trending symbol for limitation and imprisonment of our own limited beliefs. The chain and the iron ball symbolize our attachment. This is the burden that oppresses us. When we release the chains of attachment, we simultaneously rid ourselves of our inner burdens and can fly away into the sky. Be free, right? But we should be careful not to misunderstand this. To free ourselves from attachments does not mean to walk away from our dear ones or our family or neglect our duties or responsibilities. It is much more about the 
inner removal of the fear of separation jealousy and such dark uh, emotions like desire for possessions control power to free ourselves from these ties is allied with mental discipline and work it is hard for us to motivate ourselves you know to do something uh, to do without something to give up something or to even forgive someone it becomes so hard for us to even forgive someone we can try and remove the chains of attachment only our ignorance keeps us trapped in dependency sorrow pain it causes all the problems we can try to give love without attachment because real love gives freedom now when you see the lotus in the symbol of agnya chakra it has two petals only right they stand for gu gu meaning darkness or ignorance and ru meaning light and knowledge the two syllables from which the word guru that is master is formed they also bear the mantras hum and sham which represent the sun and the moon or the masculine and the feminine principles the shiva and shakti the purush that is a cautiousness and prakriti that is nature cautiousness is still right and nature is wild these principles and primal powers influence both our body and mind so when out of balance they cause psychic or physical disturbances or illness the nature of our masculine energy we have both masculine and the feminine energy in ourselves the masculine energy is projective active giving expansive outward um it gives us confidence inner strength sense of responsibility focus logic support stability direction protection clarity boundaries courage discipline capability certainty 
assertiveness you know we all need this whether we are man or a woman right we all need the masculine energy now whoever operates from these principles majorly have a masculine essence now the nature of our feminine energy is being receptive passive contractive intuitive inward it gives us unconditional love understanding nurturing compassion tenderness kindness intuition creativity feelings emotions stillness flow radiance surrendering sensitivity ease allowing rather than controlling and whoever operates majorly from these principles have a feminine essence so until the principles of shiva and shakti are united we live in a world of duality from which our desires wishes and striving after happiness originate when shiva and shakti became one we become whole the feeling of separation and the emotions connected with this let's say for example a sense of being unfulfilled and incomplete they all vanish away the union of the masculine and the feminine leads to balance liberation desirelessness and contentment now in our 3d world duality prevails okay if you are not able to understand what i am saying by this 3d world and all those things um i would invite you to listen to one of my episodes which was my first episode of this channel uh, titled as dimensional reality whereby i try to share my point of view about the 3d 4d and the 5d worlds Uh, please feel free to visit that okay so every state every expression exists as an opposite a uh, masculine feminine positive negative hot cold good bad big little long short light dark wet dry right the list can go on now we have learned or rather i would use the word programmed or conditioned to think and judge according to only these two categories but in reality the apparent opposites the so called opposites are merely 
manifestations of the same principle. One cannot exist without the other. Right? They are simply extremes of the same thing. One is a lack of the other. Like lightness is a lack of darkness and vice versa, right? Both are expressions of the ruling intensity of light. Therefore, reflecting the same principle. This simple example can be easy to understand, but in the complexity of life, we are often unable to recognize the unity behind the duality. So through the Agya Chakra, we are able to look beyond this duality, behind these scenes and realize that everything existing is a manifestation of God. The mantra syllables hum and sham also stand for Ida and Pingala. These two are the main nadis that are allied to the moon and the sun principles in the body or the feminine, the masculine principle in our energetic body. The third and central nadi is Sushumna. This represents the divine consciousness. That is the union of the divine masculine and the divine feminine. Every 12 years, the biggest and most exalted spiritual festival in the world is celebrated at a place where three holy rivers, Ganga, Yamuna and Saraswati meet in India. The Mahakumbh Mela of Prayagraj. Ganga and Yamuna symbolize Ida and Pingala. These two rivers flow above the ground, whereas Saraswati, which is a symbol of wisdom and purity, the divine consciousness or the Sushumna flows beneath the earth. During a specific planetary constellation that only occurs every 12 years, the Saraswati rises to the surface and unites with the other two rivers. And at the time of the Kumbh Mela, one can actually discern a stronger current and an increased flow of water at this place. Millions of people go there and immerse themselves in the water in order to free themselves of their karma.
for a yogi or a person who is following a spiritual path in his life the true kumbh mela if you see occurs in the agnya chakra ganga yamuna and saraswati correspond to the main nadis ida pingala and sushumna Now if you have noticed in many older illustrations of the chakras one can see a twisted white cord made from three threads in the agnya chakra This also symbolizes the three nadis and in India the brahmins that is the brahmin caste wear such a cord across their chest we call it janoi which is a sign of purity of consciousness now who follow these principles of janoi that's a personal choice because nowadays people are not so aware of the significance of wearing a janoi many wear just for the sake of wearing as a family ritual or tradition Now when yogis purify these three nadis through concentration meditation and pranayam they are able to keep their consciousness in the agnya chakra with the merging of these three currents of energy in the sahasra chakra that is the crown chakra seventh chakra they attain the state of samadhi the highest level of consciousness just as the kumbh mela only takes place every 12 years it is also only very seldom that all these three nadis are active simultaneously the body and energy channels are purified by regular practice of pranayam and hatha yoga so that ultimately all three nadis can be aroused at once with the assistance of concentration and meditation and with this a radiant light appears in the third eye and the yogis immerse themselves in the light just as the faithful immerse themselves in the holy rivers at the kumbh mela all karmas are dissolved in the light of divine love and wisdom i can give an example which can perhaps help us to visualize this imagine complete darkness ruled for millions of years in a mountain cave and one day a cave explorer found his way into the cave with a bright torchlight what happened can darkness exist and remain of its 
own right in a place where it had prevailed for so long. No, right? As soon as light appears, darkness gives away. And what is the essence of bad karma? If we see, actually it is a violation of divine law that was a result of mistaken or misunderstood knowledge or even misused knowledge. Therefore, basically, darkness in our consciousness. All darkness disappears from our being. The moment the light of knowledge and truth is ignited. What is light? Light is Atma Gyan. Atma Jyoti, the light of the self, the light of the soul. The divine flame burns constantly in our heart. When it rises and its beam penetrates the Agya Chakra, any duality is dissolved. Shiva and Shakti, Purush and Prakriti, the masculine and the feminine, are again united. So the flame of the self is nourished by the oil of love and devotion. Uh, its wick, you know, is formed by concentration, meditation, Guru Mantra. When it rises from the heart, to the Agya Chakra, it awakens bhakti or devotion within us. And the purer the oil of our love is, the purer and stronger the flame burns. The Agya Chakra is Let's say comparable to empty space, free of form, color, qualities. It is a space of purity and unity. The sight of anand or bliss, which all of our soul aims for, right? Here the wings of the soul unfold, free from the net of um, the Maya or the 3D matrix that, you know, held it captive. The illusions. It climbs and dissolves in the light of the thousand-petaled lotus symbolized in the Sahasra Chakra that shines as brightly as millions of suns. There are three aspects associated with the Agya Chakra. One is emptiness, that is Shunyata, 
second is consciousness that is chit and the third is bliss that is anand emptiness consciousness bliss shunyata chit and anand shunyata emptiness means the absence of a second right the absence of uh, the absence of duality there exists only unity if duality exists there is doubt discord quarreling emptiness is not absence deficiency or lack of fulfillment it is the opposite actually absolute existence and absolute fulfillment the sound of silence vibrates within us filled with the vibration of eternal happiness when we try to understand the chit that is consciousness consciousness means total clarity certainty we recognize and understand the truth with this we achieve the purpose and fulfillment of our existence thereafter living means conscious existence it is known as chaitanya as opposed to unconscious matter which is called jada now ananda or bliss is the expression of eternal perfect joy that is based on the unity of the atma and transcends the opposites of pleasure and pain you know when we try to fulfill our longing for happiness in the world we are in reality trying to catch a glimpse of the reflection of anand that actually radiates from our own inner being worldly happiness shimmers let's say seductively right and bursts like a soap bubble when we try to catch it it comes and it goes it's not permanent the joy of the atma is however empty which means that it is without properties it is absolute it is incomparable it is infinite is it it is unchanging unwavering it is steadfast The mantra of the Agnya Chakra is Om. 
that is the original sound of creation this mantra is a sound of both the agya and the sahasra chakra om is the sound of the divine that we hear when the atma expands into infinity and unites with the supreme god cannot be comprehended by the intellect or even described with words god is an energy it can be experienced as vibration sometimes in the form of light sound energy right god exists as vibration in every atom the vibration of the supreme is om this represents the beginning middle and end therefore the whole of creation so when we do meditation we become absorbed in this beej mantra om and we are able to hear the omnipresent divine vibration of creation now the awakening of the agya chakra is an essential and fundamental step in our personal development the abilities that lie in this chakra help us to cope with all problems and are of great assistance for those people suffering from psychic problems you know like depression schizophrenia or changeable emotions we often misinterpret the term emotions actually emotions in themselves are unbiased they are a form of energy that can serve us positively or negatively depending on the way we perceive them just as fire can be useful but also destructive right so with the assistance of this agya chakra we can learn to channel and guide this inherent energy our precious emotions in a more positive way or fulfilling way meaning we learn to maintain harmony and balance between our heart and our intellect our mask our, our uh, heart is our feminine and intellect is our masculine but not ignore any one of them because never forget the goal is to harmonize and unite both these aspects of our being not to suppress any one of them 
just feminine energy is not going to help and just masculine energy is not going to help because uh, let's say the feminine is the emotions right so without emotions a person is dead right but if we only operate from the emotions we cannot operate in this world we have no direction we are directionless so the masculine provides the direction so in the agya chakra we dive into the ocean of knowledge and the ocean of bliss that is anand in which fear and sorrow vanish without trace but we are still not at the goal we are still not fully united with the self because at any time maya or the 3d matrix can you know again seize possession of us and pull our consciousness down into lower levels many who start with yoga or a spiritual journey are initially full of enthusiasm and you know practice all the principles very diligently <laughs> but after a while they give up because mainly their resolve was not firm enough our goals in life should be as strong and firm as a tree deeply rooted and able to withstand all storms this is a precondition for our success our abundance in life nothing can succeed without firm resolution from the start cause and effect as well as beginning and end they are inseparably linked to one another if there is a beginning there is going to be an end if there is a cause there is going to be an effect but because of our dualistic perceptions we generally do not realize this everyone is responsible for their own life just consider the purpose of your existence and what you would like to achieve in life make your decisions with vivek with discrimination with discernment live cautiously with love understanding compassion devotion and it is certain that we will reach our ultimate goal goal that is god realization or uniting with the god
Okay, <laughs> enough of me speaking. Now, let's do a meditation exercise. The bro chakra, that is Akka, the third eye, <laughs> located in the center of your forehead, <clears throat> honors and governs our psychic and intuition abilities. So when our bro chakra is wounded, we may feel that we are disconnected from our inner wisdom and its power to guide our life, an inability to see our own fears and learn important lessons from others may also be present. One of the ways is um, for this third eye meditation is Tratak. Tratak means steady gazing. And also there is Shambhavi Mudra. Means gazing at the space between the eyebrows. These are two practices which um, are set to stimulate the third eye. Now, let's close our eyes and look up. Close our eyes and look up. Take deep breaths and exhale. Inhale and exhale. Inhale. And exhale. And while doing this, visualize a luminous ball of warm indigo energy spinning slowly at the center of your forehead. Imagine it shooting powerful bands of light down and through the lower chakras. Filling your entire being with divine light. Try to visualize or see this flame in your mind's eye. And listen to me carefully and try to absorb these words. I am in touch with my inner guidance. I listen to my deepest wisdom. I am wise, intuitive and connected with my inner guide. I nurture my spirit. I trust my intuition. I forgive the past and learn what was there for me to learn. I am grateful for the goodness in my life. I am open to inspiration and ideas.
I am the source of my truth. My life moves effortlessly. Visualize the bright light of your third eye as the wide open firmament itself looking down on all things breathe out your pupil is the sun and breathe in now your pupil is the moon breathe in and breathe out you are all things world and all things are you self so within so without with the end of duality and the opening of the cosmic eye we are now moving up into pure consciousness and self actualization is upon us That was all for now. So stay tuned till my next episode. The purpose is to share and spread love. God bless you in your beautiful journey of life. And please share this episode so that more and more people can benefit. And click the subscribe button and especially the bell icon for my YouTube viewers so that you get notified every time I upload a new episode. and you're more than welcome to join our facebook group conscious relationships or follow me on instagram conscious.relationships the link is in the description box below or in the about section okay so i'll leave you with that thank you so much for listening and have a good time bye bye